0: We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for February 23rd, 2014. And uh, today, just going to be covering a lot of the breaking current events that is that have pretty much happened since the last time that we did a study. Uh, a lot on the um, uh, just Big Brother stuff, the Im- potential implementation of martial law, becoming global... Uh, financial collapse, the collapse of the dollar, the currency reset, these types of of issues, um, martial law, how they 're gearing up for that, foreign troops on our soils um, it really kind of dominates the landscape of what i 'm doing because i 'm trying to cover things now that are could literally affect us on a moment 's notice or will be affecting us within some type of some short time frame that we're looking at here. Uh, there was a report this week entitled FCC Plan to Police News Newsrooms. Now, I know that this report has been, they've somewhat curtailed what I'm going to be talking about, but I thought I should just go ahead and um, give a little bit of time to this and then look at the result of what I believe public backlash can do to things like this, because, again, as I've stated, the Illuminati are just flooding us with things. Satan, essentially, if you really want to go to the root core of everything. Flooding us with things in the news, legislation, things of this nature, to see, what, to see and to gauge what public reaction will be. If there's no public reaction, if there's no pushback, that gives them the green light to implement their draconian agendas further. So this is a pretty good example of that. Um, News organizations often disagree about what Americans need to know. The American people, for their part, disagree about what they want to watch. But everyone should agree on this. The government has no place in pressuring media organizations into covering certain stories. Unfortunately, the Federal Communications Commission, now get this, where I am a commissioner, so the guy that put this out is Ajit Hey, it's—I'm I'm sure I butchering the name—but he is an actual. Um, he's the commissioner of the FCC. It's pretty bad when you've got an organization you're the commissioner of, and you have to come out with a with a piece in the in the press, in the mainstream press, in order to stop what's going on in the very. I, 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 I just got to believe this guy's job is—he's he, not going to be in this job position much longer. After w- what he did. But again, a, a lot of this also, you boil this back to the military, what the, the purge of the military. It's all by design, and what they're trying to do is ferret out and weed out the people, not only in the military, but in the news, whatever whatever facet of world, global society that, that, that could have an impact on things, that, that could... Um, do things contrary to the way the New World Order wants it done. They're go- those people are going to have to go, and they want them out of there ahead of time. They don't want to wait until, let's say, bombs start dropping or, or pandemics start flying or nukes start going off or whatever to find these things out, that there's certain patriots within different facets of our society that are going to resist. Uh, so... Really, I believe that they do things like this in order to to bring this type of reaction out. Because I, I would almost guarantee you, this guy's going to be gone very shortly for doing this. Um, he goes on to say, last May, the FCC proposed an initiative to thrust the federal government into the newsrooms across the country. Uh, with its, it's called the Multi-Market Study of Critical Information Needs. Always these long, you know benign, kind of sounding names that are actually really evil uh, as far as their agenda. Um, or It's also called the CIN, which is good. It stands for sin, which is it is sinful. Uh, the agency plans to... Um, I know sin's fault S-I-N, but it, it's pronounced C-I-N. Anyway, um, the agency plans to send researchers to grill reporters, editors, and station owners about how they decide which stories they run. <laughs> you talk about George Orwell, 1984. They're going to send researchers to grill reporters, editors, and station owners about how they decide which stories to run. Don't you know? And that everything's going to end up being crafted in the news media. Like, I mean, it's already bad enough as it is. Okay, but Obama doesn't want any dissenting opinion. About himself, the New World Order doesn't want that, or whatever puppet they have in place. And again, part of the reason I wanted to cover this is because that would obviously affect any type of ministry, like ContendingForTruth.com, or you know, a ton of other ones out there. I mean, and then also, then you get into other alternative media that are, you know, pro Second Amendment or pro Constitution or pro life, these types of things. They're all they, they would be coming after them. Um, probably about harder than anyone, especially if they can get to the mainstream media. Uh, A field test in Columbia, South Carolina, is scheduled to begin in the spring. The purpose of the CIN, according to the FCC, is to ferret out information from television and radio broadcasters about the, quote, process by which stories are selected, and how often stations cover, quote, critical information needs. What they mean about that is they want critical information needs to the masses that they want to brainwash. They want to make sure these people are selecting stories that are to a specific demographic for their brainwashing pleasure. Essentially is what we're looking at here. Um, Along with perceived station bias. Oh, are you pro-Constitution? Are you pro-Bible? Are you pro-Second Amendment? Are you pro-life? You have a bias hmm, I think we're going to revoke your license because you're not complying with Satan. I I mean the government in our FCC regulations. This is where this is all heading. I'm I'm trying to read between the lines for you. Not to say you're not doing that, but this is what's going on. Uh, And then also they, they monitor perceived responsiveness to underserved populations, whatever they deem that to be. How does the FCC plan to dig up all that information? First, the agency selected eight categories of critical information, such as environment, because they want to make sure that they have the global warming uh, farce in full gear, even though that's, you know, coldest winter on record here we're in the middle of. Um, coldest July, or I'm sorry, coldest July, coldest January in the last hundred years on record, worldwide. I mean, more records were broken this last, but, you know, it's global warming. Um, so the categories of critical information such as environment and economic opportunities that it believes local newscasters should cover again wow, now they're they're saying this is what you need to cover this is what they want to get to the point of you doing yeah, the the media will have to be controlled 100% lock, stock, and barrel in order for them to have a vice grip iron-like control um, in the future That's how they're looking at it. So, it believes local newscasters should cover plans to ask station managers, news directors, journalists, television anchors, and on-air reporters to tell the government about their news philosophy. And how the station ensures that the community gets critical information. The FCC also wants to wade into office politics. One question for reporters is, have you ever suggested coverage of what you consider a story with critical information for your customers? that was rejected by management. Follow-up questions ask for specifics on how editorial discretion is exercised, as well as the reasoning behind the decisions. They're just going to want to micromanage every little tiny decision to make sure you get up whatever the FCC big brother Satan approves of. That's where this is all heading. So what on earth is the FCC thinking? The last thing we need is a government messing around with the news content. The title of the big brotherish effort by the federal Communications Commission, sounds innocuous enough, multi-market study of critical information needs, but it's a Trojan horse that puts federal officials in the newsroom precisely where they shouldn't be. Keep in mind that the Commission, here's the key, keep in mind that the Commission has the power to renew or reject broadcast television licenses. That's the key to the whole report I just read strong-arm, blackmailing tactics will become more commonplace by our government increasingly as things get darker. They will rule in that particular way, just like Hitler or Stalin or any of the other evil Luciferian regimes have done. During Watergate, Richard Nixon's FCC challenged two licenses of stations owned by the Washington Post. So evidently the Washington Post was critical of Nixon. So mere information gathering can become a little more serious, given that enormous clout. So I I think we can all see where that's heading. Now, this was encouraging, though, because it just came out uh, two days ago. FCC backs off the newsroom study. It it somewhat backs off. It's It's not been totally shelved here. Again, when Satan gets found out, when he receives pushback, when he's when he has light shed on him, what he does is it's like cockroaches that scatter when the light's put on him, and then they just go back under the stove to regroup, you know, like cockroaches in your house or something. They just go back into darkness to regroup, retool it, make it a little more palatable, but yet still put it through just with a little more compromise on their end. The Federal Communications Commission will amend a proposed study of newsrooms in South Carolina after the outcry over what some called invasive questions. The Commissioner's Chairman said Friday. Uh, now FCC Tom Wheeler, Ch- Chairman Tom Wheeler said questions about news philosophy and editorial judgment will be removed from the survey and the media owners and reporters will no longer be questioned. For how long? Who knows? That could be three months. <laughs> um, the the uproar caught on fire after one Republican commission, of the Republican commissioners, Ajat Paye, Paye or whatever the guy I just read the thing from, penned an op-ed piece in the Wall Street Journal. That's what I just read, part of it. Last week, blasting the survey and saying the government had no place in newsrooms. Now, gr- guaranteed there's going to be some, I'd, I'd give it, they can't do it this week, but I'd say give it two, three, four, five months, and there's going to be some scandal erupting about that guy to discredit him. And, or he'll be, or he'll be annihilated. He'll be assassinated. Worst case scenario on his end. And he'll, they're gonna make him go away. So that when they do this again, they'll have their puppet in place who will not say, their puppet's in place, who will not give any kind of dissenting opinion toward this. And they're gonna only have to look at his demise to see why they don't want to open their mouth. Which is exactly what's happened in the military. With all the high ranking generals and military commanders that are being purged. Uh, you know, rule by intimidation and tyranny, essentially. That, that's what I'm predicting. Obviously, I, I don't have a, a crystal ball, but I would be surprised if that didn't happen. Or in some way, shape, or form, having this guy go away so this doesn't happen again. The FCC spokeswoman, Shannon. Gilson said Friday in a statement adding that revised study will will be released in a few weeks. Additionally, she said media owners and journalists will no longer be asked to participate in the pilot study. But it's going to be revised and released in the next few weeks. So that, a lot of times, when they do something like that, automatically people just let their guard down and they say, okay, we won this battle, let's go on to the next. And then it comes out and we find out it's not much better than the first one. They've just retooled it, maybe change the verbiage a little bit, but the end, end effect is the same. That's what I would expect. Any subsequent market studies conducted by the FCC, if determined necessary, will not seek participation from or include questions for media owners, news directors, or reporters, she said. Well, we'll see. I hope they hope they do this, but I, I can't see with Obama or any type of, of um, dick, puppet dictator, evil person in the White House... Who rely on the lies of the mainstream media to keep them propped up like a sock puppet? That this would be a really big deal to them, that they would want this, and they're not going to just go away and say, "Okay, we, we're we're." Now, again, to segue into proof of what I just said, let's look at Jimmy Fallon, the Democrat, the the Democrat political asset. Um, the Obamas have a few more flagrant media allies. Oh, have had few more flagrant media allies than NBC's Jimmy Fallon. Now that he's taken over the Tonight Show, and has taken it over, Fallon's proven ability to spread his reach into viral videos on YouTube promises to become even more politically potent. In other words, a lot of the slapstick, whatever, goofy stuff he does on the, uh, Late night shows he's on now. The Tonight Show. They end up on YouTube, and YouTube appeals to a younger generation. And if he is able to push a democratic agenda, which is typically always obviously pro-death, okay, pro-choice. So how they, you know, pro-abortion. They like to be called pro-choice. I pro-death is what it really is. Pro-life, pro-death. Come on, it's what it is. You know. It's a child not a choice. It's murder. Okay? Or, you know, obviously Democrat much more aggressive on the whole gun grabbing second amendment, much more on um take a much more anti-biblical stance. Now, I'm not saying both sides aren't controlled by the same satanic puppet master, but I'm talking in general, what does the Democratic Party represent? Obviously, what Obama's been able to accomplish as a black man in the in the White House, because if you accuse him of anything, you're a racist. Any If you don't like any of his... This is the most corrupt, evil president we've ever had. I don't care if he's black, red, yellow, green, blue, or whatever. He is without a doubt. But he plays the race card constantly in order to say, poor me, poor me, this is the reason they don't like my politics. I wouldn't like your politics regardless of what you were. If you did righteous things in the White House... If you did godly things, I'd be behind him 100%. But the guy's pure, total, flagrant, satanic evil, in, in embodied in human form. I'm sorry I'm sugarcoating this so much, but that's kind of the way I see it. So, um, this whole FCC thing I just talked about, this segues into this. Fallon's Obama-friendly sketches and interviews have become immediate news grist for the Comcast corps of NBC and MSNBC. The same sensation happens when Fallon is ripping into a Republican, which again, it's the demonizing of Republican values. If you can demonize Republicans, then you can, de- you can piggyback re- Republican values on the people you're demonizing. That's that's the whole key. Oh, he we're going to demonize this guy. He's pro-life. He's you know pro-second amendment. He's pro. He's a, he says he's a Christian or whatever. These types of things, and it's the whole it's it's the demonization of a lot of different things in our society. The demonization. I've, I've never seen such a a demonization of white men. It's unbelievable. White men are portrayed as the biggest dolt, moronic, backboneless, spineless idiots across the board. In media nowadays, than any, I mean, commercials, it doesn't matter. There's just so much that, that is being done on those lines. Nothing's said about the illegal aliens that are pouring, you know, that's all good. They can have whatever they want. Just just bring them over the borders, let them bring, you know, whatever they're going to bring across the border and, and give them everything for free. And that's okay, that's good. They need that they deserve that. the promotion of the gay agenda is so sickening every time I turn around now and watch a news clip on any kind of mainstream and i'm talking local it doesn 't matter if it's local news it doesn't matter if it 's it doesn't matter if it 's the weather channel. They have a cadre of queer guys, gay guys that are flagrant gays these aren't gays that you can. You know, like there's some gays you have no idea would be gay? You know? These guys have the whole lisp, they have the whole you-know-what, the whole flaming gay guy thing going on, and they're shoving it down society's throats constantly. And if you're against that, you're a bigoted racist and you need to die. Essentially is what it's going to end up resulting in. I, I put out, I mean, my newsletter that I put out uh, on the Christian current events... I mean, just locally, I, I had seen this thing the other day, transgendered prom king slash he, she, it queen in Charlotte, Mecklenburg School, down there. Interview. The, this devil, this demon, it has, has one of those um, rings you put in your nose like they put in a, an ox or a cow and gauges in the ear that, where, they, the, where they make, they span the hole. And I mean, th- this is demon possession when you're getting into this stuff piercings and and all and then and then a transgender girl that says you know she's a guy and wants to be prom king god is not the author of confusion all of this about and then everybody clapping and just oh how far have we come baby aren't we progressive aren't we wonderful we're pro-abortion we love to kill our children Take away the guns. We we want to promote every kind of wicked, evil, debauched lifestyle. The piercings, the tattoos, the gays. I mean, it's just so disgusting. What you you turn on and you see. I mean, I don't even have a TV. I'm just seeing this stuff on the internet. My research. And... It's everywhere you turn. And then you got a guy like Jimmy Fallon this devil from the pit of hell promoting another devil from the pit of hell, Obama. And this is the exact reason Leno was axed. Because he made. He, he, I mean, he, he kind of joked about both sides. You can't have that in the, in the coming Brave New Orwellian Big Brother world we're, go, we're moving into. You can't have anybody saying anything on mainstream media against Obama. You're going to be gone. And this is what this story, this report's about. The NBC agents are trying to paper over Fallon's political tilt. A Parade Magazine profile on Fe- February 16th oozed that Fallon persuaded Brad Pitt to yodel. President Obama to slow jam the news. Here's a picture of it if you want to see it. It's, on, it's in the PDF for uh, uh, February 23rd, 2014. And here it has Jimmy Fallon in the uh, foreground, Obama in the background. Mr. Obama slow jams the news with Jimmy Fallon. What is a, what is a sitting president doing on a, on a stinking late night show? Slow jamming like a moron with this guy. I mean, isn't there any dignity in the office of, of president? You know? Obama's doing all these stupid skits on Saturday Night Live. And it's, it's, it's like... But see, they have to appear hip and Whatever. And people look at that and they don't care what their politics are. Oh, I just like them. I'm brain dead. I don't, I don't care about anything else. I just like them. And I'm talking about my listeners. I'm talking about people in general. I can connect with them. They're, they're hip. They're upbeat. I'm trendy. This is how pathetic things have gotten. They also persuaded Tom Cruise to crack raw eggs on his head. That's, that's great. In Obama's song, where he slow-jammed, he trotted out campaign attacks against Republicans. Do you believe this? Accusing them of raising interest rates on students and keeping taxes low for billionaires. I would like to trot out all of his absolute total atrocities. I've seen them listed before. I've seen reports. These are all the wicked, evil things that Obama's done in office. It's so long. It's so voluminous. It would take me, and if I went into any kind of detail on each point, I could probably do a 20-part teaching on it. All of the wicked stuff he's done. and He hasn't even been in there for eight years. And he has the audacity to accuse other people of things, yet he is guilty of so much unbelievably worse. I'm not giving the Republicans a pass here, either. I went after Bush when he was in office as well. It's just that it's gotten so much more aggressive under Obama. Fallon ended this spectacle later by stating the ridiculous. He said, quote, we don't take sides politically on the show. Again, it's it's like somebody that's come to your bed and he's going to um he's gonna hack you up with a knife. And as he's hacking you up, he's saying, I'm not hurting you. I'm I'm your friend. I, I come in peace. This is what it's like. One of them to call evil good and good evil. This is all you really get now. It's just lies. Bald face lies just constantly. And then you go, it's worse than that. Obama invited himself onto his show. Fallon excitedly described on the Today Show afterward how the White House called us about doing a skit Matt, I mean, the White House is calling about doing a slow jam skit on Jimmy Fallon? (laughs) Pretty pretty pathetic. Matt Lauer asked, he booked himself on your show? Fallon gushed, the president booked himself. Try to imagine a conservative Republican attempting to pull this off. Well, obviously, that's not going to happen. The next report, D.C. Safe Zone on the new Tonight Show. Again, and I'm saying all this to, to show you the takeover of media. You know, um, we started with the FCC report and then we're segueing into this and, and it's just unbelievable. The curtain rose this week on the new era of late night TV, altering the train for politicians who frequent the shows and complicating life for Republicans who have lost their most comfortable seat in front of the camera. The whole landscape's about to change, Arsenio Hall, uh, the recently reincarnated late-night host, said in an interview. He said, quote, Jay Leno going home is going to change that for a lot of people. Jimmy Fallon replaced Leno, who was seen as the one late-night host with a welcome ad out for the GOP. The Republicans, essentially. Again, it's not so much that I'm call myself a Republican, I'm talking about Republican values that that they would maybe bring to the table, that viewpoint. No, they don't want that. They want total, just pure, wicked values, which is, you know, what the Democrats stand for. Big into um, the whole green movement, tree-hugging, give up your land for the environment, take away the guns, um, you know pro-abortion, pro-death stance, pro-gay sodomite. I mean, they had a guy on the Olympics who looked like a woman who was critiquing all of the figure skaters' outfits, and he was featured like every other day. I couldn't believe it. I was in disbelief. He's like got blouses on and stuff and bobbles and, and, and gold accoutrements and, 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 his hair all teased up. And I'm like, that dude looks like a girl. I mean, you'd think, I mean, almost like borderline crossdresser with one of the most preeminent spots commentating one of the most, um, you know, of all the Olympics figure skating is right up there with a lot of the top events you know, as far as the, the, the things that get a lot of press coverage. I mean, it's, the gay agenda, the pushing of the gay agenda is, is unlike anything I've ever, ever, ever seen. It is so nauseating and sickening. It's everywhere now. I'm, I mean, I even, I, I pulled up in, um, to, to a place, we were ordering something, and, it had a gay voice on the uh, on the uh, thing you order from. And then a regular voice came on and took your order. Like, what? It's on there every time. It's like they're trying to get us conditioned to the whole sodomite thing. Well, again, I guarantee you the people that were in Sodom and Gomorrah, they wanted desperately to be accepted. This is the thing about the sodomite, gay, bisexual, transgender, lesbian movement. They... Crave, they demand, and they will ultimately kill for acceptance because they know deep down what they're doing is an abomination. They know deep down they're going to hell. Just read Romans 1. But they have pleasure not only in themselves when they do these things, but they also have pleasure in other people that do them because misery loves company. When they see other, or if they can recruit people into their movement or defile them. That's what it's all about. And that's what this is about. It, Satan is using the media to try to create this ultimate, ultimate gay friendly, gay dominant world we live in, demon infested to the toenails. And they're doing it also through all of the endocrine disruptors that are in so many of the products that we use. The BPA, Bisphenol A, that's on the receipts that you go when you go to like CVS or grocery stores. They're loaded with BPA so that when you touch them, they absorb this stuff absorbs in your skin and it feminizes men. And it messes up a woman's endocrine system really bad as well. These are xenoestrogens. Xenoestrogens are cancer causing. They also cause cancer. It's in the plastics. When you buy anything plastic, plastic water bottles are one of the worst. It's in the water. You know, it's in anything. I mean, you microwave something. You shouldn't even use a microwave. It, it totally annihilates the food, changes the molecular makeup of it and, it, and it. You microwave food in plastic. It's one of the worst possible things you can do on the planet. You're fusing it with BPA and what other other petro chemicals that are in the plastic because you're superheating it, and then you're microwaving it, which is just absolutely. I mean, they. They ban microwaves in, in different parts of the earth. I have a whole uh, report on it, a whole document on it. That's just one of the things they're doing. But the xenoestrogens are in all of the personal hair care products as well. Not so much BPA, but other xenoestrogens and other cancer-causing products. Anything with prop or meth its cancer-causing. If you have a label, shampoos, soaps, you name it. You put them on your body. You let them sit on your skin. Your skin is a very absorbable, and your skin can absorb things. And it, and it has a high potential to absorb things. That's why they put that stuff on the receipts, because they know you're touching them. And it's causing a mass feminization of the men. They really seem to want to target white men. I'm sorry, you could say I'm whatever, prejudice. I'm not saying that... The, the the black men races haven't been targeted. I'm not saying that, but it seems as far as a feminization goes, it seems that that's more targeted on white men. And, and a portrayal of them being... Like these dolts, these idiots, these morons, without any backbone whatsoever or any sense where the women rule over them and the children rule over them. And guess what the Bible says? That's when, it, when a nation is under God's wrath, the women and children will rule over the men. It says that in the Old Testament. I don't have the verse memorized, but I've said it many other times in, in teachings I've posted. They're targeting each ethnic group in their own unique ways. I guess that's the point I'm trying to make. You know? And you're, I mean, uh, feminized men. Particularly white men. I mean, I see a huge, huge trend toward that. You think a feminized white guy is going to fight the New World Order? (laughs) <laughs> he is going to run to it, embrace it, and beg for the mark of the beast. I'm sick of feminized white men. Or feminized any man. But like I said, I see it a lot with my demographic. Not my listeners. I'm talking about just in general. I see a lot of that. So, anyway, it, it's just, it's really, really... um, it's on so many levels. The chemtrails, you can add that. You can say what they're doing to the water, the food, the GMOs, all the chemicals they're lacing in the foods. I mean, these are other things that can, can have an estrogen, uh, estrogen-like effect on a man. And they're doing all types of things in the food to also um, decrease the testosterone in men, types of chemicals. Certain uh, synthetic B vitamins do that, and, and there's a lot of other things that can cause it. I mean, obviously BPA and these types of things, if, if, you, if you make your estrogen go through the roof, it's not going to help your testosterone any. <laughs> you know, So it's all by design, all of this. It's why it's important what you put in your body or what you put on your body. That's why I have both an end-time current events and a health newsletter list. Because if I just reported on the end-time current events stuff and didn't do anything about how they're trying to physically kill you I would be leaving out a gigantic chunk of the puzzle because I have a, a huge background in clinical nutrition, in supplementation. Um, I'm a chiropractor. I'm just not practicing anymore because I've, I've, I walked away from that to devote full time to the ministry. Um, totally walked away from about four years ago, but had mm, pretty much four years prior to that. Started that process. And the Lord opened all those doors. I'm not taking credit for it. The Lord totally opened those doors. Totally provided the way. I don't take credit for any of that. I'm, I'm very grateful I, I've been able to um, get to the point where, where we're at. Thank, thanks to you know my listeners, their prayers, their giving. That is what enable, has enabled us to keep going. And the protection of God, because I should have been taken out many, many times from a satanic standpoint. Um, but I haven't been. I'm still here. I don't take credit for any of it. Um, so I give all that to the Lord Jesus Christ. And my the the prayers of my listeners, um, they're giving just these types of things have, have enabled us to be where we're at. Um, anyway, I really got off on a tangent there. So, going back to the report, there, the, uh, Arsino Hall said Jay Leno going home is going to change it for a lot of people. Um, unlike Leno, you won't be hearing any heavy-hitting political jokes against Obama, or probably any Democrat, for that matter. Because Leno had a lot of that on his show. can't have that. You can't have anything. Which was the, This was the precise reason, reason why Leno was axed. This is all about implementing total Big Brother censorship and control over every facet of the media. You can't even have a guy like Leno on there every once in a while. <laughs> I'm not putting it Jay Leno as some type of bastion of truth and, you know, um, fighter for liberty. But you can't, I mean, it's so bad that you can't even have a guy like that saying anything. Well, if you went back to Nazi Germany, it would be the same way. Hitler, I mean, do you think anybody was joking about Hitler? <laughs> on any radio shows? Once he really got into power, once everybody started seeing the body start, you know, I doubt it. True to form, and to get, his, or, or, to get this Orwellian ball rolling, Fallon had First Lady Michelle Obama on Thursday. It was like their second show. they supposedly have a chemistry between them that witch of michelle obama if she don't look evil i don't know who does she can't hardly contain her evil obama is more like deadpan face type of he's good at controlling his emotion a lot better than you can tell michelle is she can't even hardly contain her evil It means so many pictures out there about her reacting to certain things. Anyway, Michelle and Fallon's pre-planned propaganda foray into politics was a pitch about Obamacare's provision that allows children to stay on their parents' health insurance until the age 26. With a quick quip from Fallon about the problem plagued healthcare.gov finally working, don't tell me this is an all by design. They're booking themselves on these shows on purpose. And it may only be to go up there and say a couple lines to d to try to brainwash you into thinking everything's good. Nothing's wrong. When it's the exact opposite. Fallon said, quote, "The website is working now. It's so much better when it's working." Huh. Well, that was a real intelligent statement. He said that. So again, this is about promoting this evil agenda from the Obamas. And now they've got their 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 puppet in there, Fallon. Now, before we get into the next part, um, I'm going to go ahead and just read a few Bible verses. And again, I do this so that I'm not just reporting on current event end time current event stuff and then giving you no biblical remedy. Because we don't want to get our eyes off Christ Jesus. Regarding this, and um, this kind of can help bring us back and to ground us. And in, and in, um, as I'm getting through a lot of the horrific news that I typically report on, and I will be today, particularly in the next story, we want to focus in on the Word of God. And um, that let let that be our focus. Okay, and not to live in fear. Or um, defeat. Because a lot, it's, it's common, it's almost normal for all, the alternative media, they put out stuff. And they, they present it in such a way where there's no hope, you're going to die. We're all going to be carted away to um, internment camps and, and, you know, butchered. And there's no hope. And if you buy into that, that's not faith. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that Christians aren't going to suffer. I'm not saying that, you know, you look at the book of Revelation and the book of Daniel. But God does always preserve a remnant. And no matter what we would have to go through, the Lord can always supply whatever grace is necessary for us to get through that situation. If you just dwell totally on on all this negative information... It's very easy to become defeated in your mind, and just to give up. And that's not why I'm here. Ultimately, I want to increase the faith of my listeners, so that we have that ability to go forward, and 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 to, you know, call upon the Lord Jesus Christ in the day of trouble. And that's why I like to get into these verses. the The Bible says in Psalm 103. Um, 8 through 13 and verse 17. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He had not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. I mean, that's so true. If you think about that. Um, if he had done that, if we all got what we deserved collectively we would get death and hell apart from the Lord Jesus Christ and his sacrifice and shed blood on the cross, his death, burial, and resurrection. So he has not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pitieth his children... So the Lord pitieth them that fear him. That's incredibly important. The angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him, and delivereth them. The fear of the Lord is beginning of wisdom, understanding, knowledge. There's so many blessings connected with the fear of the Lord. Um, that's why I've talked about it quite a bit. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him. So if you want to obtain God's mercy, fear of the Lord is a prerequisite. You also have to show mercy in order to obtain mercy. You know, and you want to be saved, (laughs) obviously, in order to obtain God's mercy. I'm not saying you couldn't have mercy on an unsaved person, but ultimately, you being saved, you being one of his children, you will be able to appropriate that or go before the throne of grace and ask for these things. If you don't know about salvation, go to contendingfortruth.com, click on the salvation tab, and uh, listen to those teachings and the orders listed. And it will walk you through that. Um, Lamentations three twenty two through 23 says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning, great is thy faithfulness. Amen. 2 Corinthians 1, 3-4 Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comfort a, comforteth us in our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. So as we are comforted, we comfort others. Now, we're going to go ahead and, uh, let me see if I have enough time to do this next part here. Uh, yeah, Um, I just checked, I'm going to go ahead and end part one here, um, and uh, we will go to part two. I have a new, um, a new little audio I'm going to be playing at the end of this part one that I'm going to start doing. I had one from before, but we changed addresses, and I just hadn't got around to recording a new one, so this one's a little new, a little different, so. Um, we will go ahead and see you in part two. God bless you.
1: Scott Johnson's eight hundred plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free twenty four seven on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. dot com. That's C O N T E N D I N G 4 F O R Truth T R U T H dot com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, box number 321 Hickory, North Carolina, 28602, or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.